Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Achievers, welcome to the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author business. My name's Sasha Black, and here with me every week is... Daniel Wilcox. Yay! Woohoo! <laughs> okay, and so just to explain, we have back-to-back recorded these episodes because obviously I'm moving house right now. So for, um, yes, that's why there will be less updates and, you know, weekly uh, whatevers because we are back-to-back recording so that I can take a break. So thank you, everybody, for understanding. I was going to ask Um, why you're wearing the same hoodie, but now I know. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to ask why you were were wearing the same hat and hoodie combo. um, I have seven. You have seven. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess uh, we can't really do... uh, audience comments this week um, or much of a weekly confessional um, because hopefully we have both done our tasks I will be holding you maybe we just need to do the weekly confessional twice next time have a slightly longer episode yeah sounds like a plan okay cool we'll do that and so what have you enjoyed this week between now and 30 seconds ah. ago when we last spoke oh so <laughs> what have I enjoyed um I shall I start? <laughs> I'm gonna struggle. <laughs> you start, you start, okay. I'll be. So I am going to give a shout out to the last thing that I binge watched, which was Sabrina. I don't know if you have seen uh, Sabrina on Netflix, but I've seen it, most of season one. Yeah, okay. So it's very young adult in its uh, like I don't know, in its in it in the the way it's been written, it's very young adult, but it has a horror bent bend on it. And so and that quite horror dark, yeah. yeah, it is dark and it and it continues to stay dark all the way throughout the seasons. I think there's like three seasons now. So that's why I was wondering if you've watched it. Mm. It is definitely young adult, but it's a good if you either write young adult or read young adult and you also like horror, it's quite a good blend, I think. So yeah, that's why I was gonna share that. Nice. Yeah, it's a it's a very good show. I don't know why I stopped watching it, actually, because um, I wasn't too far off the final episodes, but I did enjoy what I saw of it. It was de- very, very different to the Sabrina that I knew. Yeah, um, who I had a crush on when I was, like, 12. <laughs> nice, yeah, I think we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my thing that I've enjoyed this week, and actually every week since I started watching it about two months ago, I'm probably on, like, the third rerun, um, is Parks and Recreation, because it's such, a, it's such an easy watch that... If I'm just doing a bit of light work, I'll just sit in the living room on my laptop and I'll just have it in the background. But mm. it's one of those shows that I knew Chris Pratt was in it. And obviously Chris Pratt got huge in Guardians of the Galaxy and other things. Um, but it was one that I never got around to watching. Found out it was on Amazon Prime. Just sat down and pretty much watched it from start to finish. Not massively keen on the first season or two, but it finds its feet in season three if you want to last that long. But then once you've gotten familiar with the characters, watching the first two seasons again isn't too bad. But yeah, it's it's just a fantastic, fantastic show. And uh, Ron Ron Swanson is is my guy. Awesome. Porterhouse and whiskey. That's, that's how I want to live. 
Um, okay, so we can't really do a weekly personal update, but maybe we can project into the future. One thing I wanted to say last time and didn't because I forgot because I'm tired is uh, just I wanted to say thank you to everybody who had supported me during the launch of the Anatomy of Prose. So yeah, thank you to anybody who bought it or tweeted about it or shared it or um, left a review um, or, or whatever. Yeah, thank you so much for the support. I really, really do appreciate it. I don't think I have anything else to update between now and the last 30 seconds. So, oh, I've moved house, except I haven't quite hey. yet. I almost, hey. This is weird. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Make something up. Tell me a story. Uh, I finished editing When Winter Comes, episode yeah. one. Managed that. Uh, sorted out my task for next week, which is, uh, or for last week, this week. Sorted out my I task. so confused. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah i've managed to lose another stone so <laughs> dream, really? dreams do really? come true look yeah. at me babe i'm with you yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god right okay let's just uh crack on with it then yeah give it to me yeah give it to me baby uh-huh. <laughs> i'm so sorry but that was entirely your fault i apologize i really had to hear that um right question of the week this one is just for you, okay? It's not really for me. I, 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 okay. Well, you know, you're releasing a new book and I just felt that this question was very appropriate. So tell me how you use collaboration to level up your business. Okay. Um, how I have or how I do? Um... I think I said, how do you use collaboration to level up your business? But you can answer it however you want. You can talk about the future, you can talk about the past, and you can talk about the present. It's up to you. Okay. So the more and more I live this author life um, and, and follow the author journey, the more and more I realize that without collaboration, I'd be bored as shit because... I enjoy I enjoy the art of writing. I enjoy prose. I enjoy producing books. I enjoy everything else. But I think there's such a there's such a joy that comes with being able to work alongside other people and also uh, complement each other's skills, bring things out, and just just networking and meeting new people. And I'll dip a tiny bit into the background as either a fly really loudly flies by or that's a bit like just in the sense that I've pretty much most of my published books have been collaborations and actually when winter comes is going to be my first substantial length book uh, that has just my own name on it um and i think there's there's something in collaboration that like i don't i'm trying to think out loud now it's there's something that comes with working with other people that helps accelerate your own learning helps you understand people's processes and helps you improve what you do and i think Although in collaboration for authors, there is a point in there that it says uh, that there is a myth about how collaboration can make your work faster, because I think a lot of people believe that you're going to collaborate and then automatically you're going to be just pumping out books all the time, pumping out books all the time. And that can happen, but only under the right circumstances. It's, uh, it's actually in the book that, that Rami Vance, who's an urban fantasy author, said that he's done five collaborations with five different authors. And actually in three examples, they've slowed him down. But in a lot of my examples, they have made me publish faster and write faster than I would have originally, particularly my first real collaborations with Luke Condor. We produced 
what was essentially three novels in, I want to say about 10 months. Um, whereas before it took about four months to write a 16K novella. So there is an element of that. So as I'm, as I'm looking forward to how I further my career, um, I've had such good experiences with collaboration that I love the idea of still collaborating with other people. So I can't, I, I, I struggle to talk to people and not think, oh, how can I work with them? And how could it be a case of, you know, they say that they love first drafting. I'm quite good at editing, but I also love first drafting. So I'm a bit of a, a mix of, of all the different skills. Um, so I think using collaboration to step up my author business by being a publisher, I am acting in a form of collaboration because I'm bringing other authors on board. There will be royalties that come into my pocket from working with them. They'll also give me a chance to work directly with that talent, help publish books in a way that hopefully they wouldn't have been able to achieve by themselves. Um, I am looking at possibilities, uh, nothing that I've put out public to anyone yet of a few people who I might approach about collaborating with because number one, they do have an audience that isn't mine and a fair audience. Number two, I'm friends with them and I'm familiar with their work and I know that they work well. So is this, fiction? Already, this is fiction. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. all fiction. Um, uh, yeah, so my prior, my priority is basically, can I work well with them? And I need to know them well enough. And the people I've got in mind, I do know well enough that I could approach them and comfortably say, okay, here's a situation. Here's what I'm looking at. Does this work for you? And, and just see if, see if there's anything there. Um, uh, yeah, primarily being a publisher is my big collaborative project. The more I'm thinking about going forward anthologies that I'm looking at publishing they're all collaborative in the sense that I'm bringing other authors together to publish into one book but it also magnifies your own name as well as the names of the other people around um and even looking at things like this podcast we collaborated pretty much I'm still trying to remember why we, why we did this in the first place <laughs> pretty much I because still don't know how we managed no, we we enjoyed talking to each other um we wanted to hold each other to account and there was a mutual benefit in us having these weekly conversations. Mm. So when I'm looking at collaborations, one thing that I do pride myself on is I am also always looking at what I can bring to the other, the other side. Um, and it's one of the things I go on about in the book quite a lot is that I think a lot of people approach collaborations with the sense of they're a big person or they're doing big things. I want to latch onto them and just ride along on their, on their coattails and, the attitude that you need to have when you come to collaborations is what value do I have that I can bring to you? Mm. And then what value can you bring to us? Cause then you can actually open a, a dialogue and start really pushing forward and, and trying to make something that works. Because if you latch onto someone and a collaboration goes ahead, you're immediately putting yourself at a disadvantage that you, you really don't need to. Um, so, you know, without giving away all the secrets of the book, that's, that's, that's one of them. Um, but yeah, again, I, <laughs> with all with all my answering your questions, I'm always like, I'm rambling, I'm rambling, but I think there's some <laughs> point in here. But to, to bring it to bring it all around, I think to collaborate to further the author business is the publisher model. Um, I potentially within that, I'm going to approach an author about collaborating under Devil's Rock. Um, I've got an author in mind who has already published, who isn't selling that well, that I'm looking at potentially bringing on board and reviving a book. Um, running the anthologies and I'm just constantly scouting out for people who are potentially in the zone for collaboration of some form or even just coming on board as as authors to work Mm. with 
I, I, um, I, I love that. The, the thing that I love most about what you said is the, and I love this most in the, in the book as well, is looking at a collaboration from the perspective of what can you give. And one of the oh, things that I adore about this between us and this weekly, um, this week, this weekly, whatever the fuck it is, um, this weekly is, breakdown session. Yeah. The nervous breakdown is that, <laughs> is that, um, we both don't take each other's bullshit in very different ways. <laughs> So like, I don't really allow you to not do the thing that you need to do. Like I'm a bit of a hard-nosed cow and I'm like, yeah, but when are you going to do the thing? So are you going to take action on that now? Like, mm. and then on the, on the flip side where you kind of, you force me, it's so awful of you, you break down the hard shell and make me softer and you make me look inside and do the thing that I fucking hate doing, which is... <laughs> introspective so like we have the this wonderful ability to do the one thing that each other hates which is why we think this collaboration works so well um but yeah i i yeah, love but that was, that was a big part of of this like when it comes to it like we we started talking well, I don't even know how this, again, how this all fucking started. We, we started talking and there was an element of, you know, you're running a podcast, I'm running a podcast. Clearly there's uh, a familiarity with the podcast format. We, I don't know, we, I, I felt like we had such good conversations that it was like a shame not to be somehow sharing this with people who might benefit with exactly. the conversation we're having because yeah. like, like we've said many times, we're both at a point in our career which is very, very similar. Yeah. But it took us a while to get here. And some of the things that we're, we're discussing now, it can shortcut people who are otherwise trying to get to this point and looking at the things that we're looking at. Um, and what is also interesting as well is, uh, and it's only something that's really crossed my mind now that this is all launched and Devil's Rock is live, is that I'm, as much as I'm pushing fiction, and that's, that's one stark um, dichotomy is at the minute you focused a lot on your non-fiction and I focused a lot on my fiction so we can bounce off each other. Yeah. But then there's the element we're of- merging. But we're merging. We are. In the middle, yeah. Yeah, which may be a bad thing, but we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then there's also the element of now I'm I'm looking down the road of a publisher and you're still looking at that sort of solo journey of taking your books where they go. So there's still a bit of a, a contrast there, which is quite interesting yeah. because we can kind of view each other's journeys as we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think collaboration on all levels, like I, I started my podcast life in collaborations. The other stories is collaborations through and through, the Story Studio, which was the first podcast I ran with uh, me and Luke Condor, that was a collaboration. Um, I think there's so much to there's so much to learn from working with other people, and I think if you're, I mean, a lot of people are comfortable working solo, and that's fine. But I think if you are brave enough and if you want to learn, there's no better way than just to reach out, speak to people, and try and make something happen because it doesn't have to be permanent it doesn't have to be forever you can start small you can pick you know if you're going to write together and do sort of just a short fiction project do a short story do a do a novella do something bite-sized where you can test the waters first get your bearings and find out what works um pick up collaboration for authors read that because it's very helpful for this kind of thing um, and i'm not saying that just because i've written it but it is it is the book well i'll say it because i've read it okay it is okay. fan-fucking-tastic Thank you. But it, yeah, it's, it's the type of book that I think I wished I'd be able to have read earlier because within it, I've got, you know, I think probably about nearly 
10 different authors who are working in collaboration from different sorts of perspectives. And there's a sort of narrative journey of what it takes as a mindset to collaborate all the way through to how to approach a collaborator, how to get them to say yes, if they're the right fit for you, how to navigate the ins and outs of what your collaboration is actually going to look like. And then the process and some of the tools that can help. Um, and it's just, there is a journey you have to go through when you collaborate. And it all starts with one of my favorite things, which is mindset and knowing that you're, you're thinking about it correctly because there are so many misconceptions around collaboration that if you're not thinking about it properly, you're crippling yourself from the start. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my answer. It's long winded as usual. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so this was a a scary one for me to ask because obviously I knew I'd have to answer it. And, um, collaboration is I'm still a fledgling newbie when it comes to collaboration because um I don't don't know I I I I hate to say I'm an only child but I am kind of an only child like I do have brothers and sisters but I didn't grow up with any of them so I lived predominantly just with my mum and so I you know I didn't really ever have to share so um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah not not that I have only child syndrome but I definitely like control and I definitely um, have a problem with authority and I don't really like being told what to do. And um, when I am as deeply passionate about my business as I am, I want to do it the way that I want to do it. And that is it. So I, I always fear collaboration because I never know how willing I am to bend. Um, and and the other reason that I fear collaboration is because I had a collaboration go wrong and it was entirely my fault and that was my first experience so I we were co-writing and I adore the person that I was co-writing with um such like a genuinely lovely human and I was still in my day job and I messed up and I got very low and you know as I'm sure lots of writers know when you get low it's very hard to write and it just, I couldn't finish what I needed to finish. And it's such a shame because it was very close to the end and, you know, lots of collaborations fall apart. So it fell apart. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I shied away from collaborating again and, until, you know, very, very recently. And, and even doing this podcast, I was nervous because I was like, oh my God, like this is, this is, this is a relationship. This is, mm-hmm. you know, this is a relationship we're in now. And, and <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, but it is, it's a business relationship and, yeah. and it's a weekly relationship and it's responsibility together. And it's people, I think, underestimate that responsibility that you have when you collaborate because somebody else is relying on you and I that is intimidating especially to somebody like me who doesn't you know I've it, it's just it, I grew up it was just me and my mum we always had to rely on ourselves and you know you always made sure you didn't have to ask for help so and this I think possibly you know I really struggle asking for help which is another reason why I struggle to collaborate because the whole point of collaborating is I don't get that from you other. <laughs> you're not. Oh wait, that's sarcasm. No, it's because you don't leave me alone. Says <laughs> he. I know, I know. I'm not what saying. I'm not saying. Take that back. Um, yeah, sorry. What was that about, Ingram Spark? Anyway, um, let's <laughs> let's move on. Um, 
Yeah. So Sorry, I broke your flow then. You did. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think where I was. Um, you're not used to asking for help and reaching out and yeah I you know I just grew up you had to do it yourself and you just you just do it yourself so anyway I have got better at asking for help um and then along came a collaboration opportunity this year from someone I deeply respect which made it 10 times more intimidating um and but I really wanted to do it because of who this person was and because of how much I respect them and how much I love their podcast and just their ethos about life so I that's why I wanted to do it and um and and so I said yes and then the terror set in and I was then doubly terrified because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able I said yes did that as I do with most opportunities before I really know if I can actually do the thing and 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 the the book that we're writing isn't a long book so I knew I could write that amount of words but it's it's the psychological aspect of collaboration that I struggle with the most and the the mistake that I made before was so big and 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 it was like a massive elephant in the room and so the fact that I finished the book this week I'm twice as proud as I could have been because I was I almost convinced myself I couldn't do it mm. um so in terms of how I use it to level up my business I think I it is a very slow tentative process for me that I will continue to um what's the word uh, continue to investigate that's not the right word but um, experiment with because I love this podcast you know so much it brings me so much joy every week and because I love it that's another good experience that I've had and I feel like this collaboration is leveling up my business because a you don't take my shit and <laughs> b but but b you you push me to improve and so that is leveling up my business and in terms of the the co-writing I think that's leveling up my business because what the bloody hell was that? Some guys are racing up and down the street apparently. Go on. Yeah, thought it was like a new sound effect. Level up. We are so childish. Yeah, so I mean, you know, you always learn from from people and the person I'm working with works in a very different way from me there, there was no deadline I really needed a deadline so I had to ask for a deadline uh, you know so it, it but it's learning to work with people in different ways and also I think once I see the edited book back I will also learn from that experience as well mm. um and I yeah I want I it's making me want to collaborate more and you know you 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 yeah I suppose I, I'm interested to see how the marketing of these books goes in terms of what that does for collaboration and and also you know anthologies and and I would love to do like a box set or anthology something in the future what that looks like or when I do it and I I would like to co-write non-fiction at some point as well mm. um the what's of that I don't know and Obviously, that's what I'm doing now, but I, I, a, a bigger, chunkier, meatier book is something that I would like to co-write in the future that is really interwoven between me and somebody else. But it needs to be somebody, it, uh, yeah, I ha- obviously have quite a unique voice, so it's got to be somebody that fits. But, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a big distinction there is that when, when people hear the word collaboration, 
I think the default is to go into co-writing. And even when I speak to, uh, you know, when I was telling my family originally that I was writing a book with someone else, they, they immediately default to the questions like, well, how do you both write a book at the same time? Does one take a chat to the other take a chat? All those kind of stuff. But collaboration, as you pointed out, it's so much wider than just writing a single book together because what we're doing is a collaboration. People have mm -hmm. accountability partners, separate podcasts as collaboration. Um, ghost writing is a form of collaboration. People who, you know, decide that one person writes the entire first draft, the other person writes the entire second draft or somebody focuses entirely on marketing collaboration is just working with other people in this business mm. um and you can sort of you know zero down on the different types of collaboration you want to experience but collaboration has paid such a played such a pivotal role in, in a lot of what i've done um i mean i've i've even written film scripts or pilots for a tv show which i did with uh, a friend of mine who's in the tv business and that was a collaboration but the the, the secret and i'll, I'll give this out for free um for pretty much anyone listening is the first the first interactions and how you approach someone with a collaboration are the single most important important part because you can save yourself hours of of heartache and disappointment by just being honest in those first conversations and i had it recently where um i won't name them but i basically i was talking to a fellow author about a podcast idea or like a, a side podcast idea and in those in those initial conversations, we had a backwards and forwards. He said what he wanted to get out of it. I said what I wanted. I know I've split it 50-50 again. I saw the smirk on your face. Um, <laughs> he, he was saying, I mean, it's not a bad thing. He was saying about what the kind of ideas that he had. I was saying about the ideas that I had. And I was very upfront about, I, I don't have loads of time to put like research into this because I'm you know doing other things as well. Um, this needs to be sort of minimal input from both of our sides. The time, I basically set the expectations of what I needed and what I could give there and then a couple of ideas came back that I immediately have to say no that doesn't work for what I'm thinking here can we come up with an alternate way and those conversations can be hard but if you can if you can knock them out of the park and actually communicate the things you're willing to give and the things that you're not willing then immediately there you've decided whether or not this is going to go ahead and actually if a collaboration doesn't go ahead because you have a split difference that's not a bad thing that's a fantastic mm -hmm. thing because it saves you hours of problems down the line you can then work on finding someone who will give you what it is that you want and you can move forward. Um, and it's an approach that like, I'm, I'm very, I am quite clinical when it comes to those conversations in going in prepared with what I am willing to take and what I'm not willing to take, because that's the best thing that you can do in my opinion. Um, so going forward, I do see a lot more collaborations in my future as a publisher, that's going to happen. Um, and you can see, see, I'm quite, quite passionate about them. So. And that's exactly why I wanted to ask this question. And I definitely think that I will collaborate more in the future as well. And hopefully not just on, whoops, sorry for everyone. I've just blasted your ears. My headphones fell out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully not just co-writing, uh, but other interesting projects, maybe even, maybe even events. I don't know. Uh, there's that thing again, events that I talked about last, not last time, the time before, mm. um, in, you know learning and I don't know we'll see we'll see I I just you you your influence is definitely rubbing off on me and, and obviously now I've done a couple more collaborations hopefully successfully I think I am <laughs> excited again for the opportunities that collaboration brings beautiful so how are we leveling up our business this week and we need to think about this in terms of being a week ahead mm -hmm. so so I'm going to peek out my camera because I'm pretty sure 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would give me a week until launch week. Um, I will have started When Winter Comes episode two. And I will pretty much be focusing on lining up for launch of collaboration. Excellent. I will st- I will be halfway through my week off, so I will have half a week to work. And so uh, it's really hard for me to know. I would like to think I will... Uh, no, in reality, I will probably be catching up with client work those couple of days. And the following week, I will then be cracking on with stuff. But um, I, I need to get back up and running. The priority will be client work once I've had the week off, unfortunately. So I think that's probably what I will have to say. Yeah. Um, and good luck with the move. Yeah. Thank you. So audience question of the week. How do you guys use collaboration to level up your author business? And don't forget to go and pre-order your copy of Collaboration for Authors. I have read it. It is fantastic. You need it in your life. So yeah, go go order your copy, guys. Or else. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hunt you down. No, I don't know. But I will. And that is it. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become next level authors. authors.